What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Action Ignited Podcast, the podcast to help you ignite your action and reach your goals in far more than just health and wellness. Join your co-hosts, Jason Hogarth and Ism Hadahat, as we dive into another fresh topic for you here today. We'll be talking about the importance of balancing ambitious goals with your self-care practices to ultimately prevent burnout and maintain a healthy lifestyle. As you may have heard last episode, we are in a crucial time of the year. The year has just started. We're currently going on to week number two. And we really feel that you know this month can really set you in your best step forward, or it could bring you and push you back a little bit. So we really want to give you the tools that you can use to kick off this year the right way, stay ignited with your action, and really reach the goals that you're looking to accomplish this year. As always, we'll kick this thing off. What's up, man? How's it going? What's going on? Yeah, one of 52 complete for 2024. Crazy. We're already one down. But how how would you rate your first week of, of 2024 so far? It Good, was bad, middle of the road. Oh, uh, middle of the road, maybe bad. There was it was a roller coaster, which again is funny because we talked about a little bit of this topic last week. It organically kind of happened where I don't know if I did balance these two, where it's the kickoff of the year happens a lot of high of okay i want to do this do that and it's like did i have enough time balancing both that i actually have time for self-care and we'll talk about these different practices and different things like did i actually do those things or was i just full go full fire so i say all that to say i think i could have slowed down a little bit um a lot of momentum happened and i think i moved a little too fast but ultimately the week ended up pretty good i was able to slow down and actually like be where I'm at, the things that we tell all you listeners out there. So um, a little bit of everything, every emotion you could think of. How about you? That's good. Yeah, I'd say I'm somewhere in the middle um, of it was a, a good start to the new year, had fun, time off, all that. Um, the first day, then it was like Tuesday to Thursday were just a rush of like busyness and a little bit of chaos thrown in. Um, so the, just things pulling me in every different direction. And then, um, when we're recording this Friday, like some time to take a step back and like reevaluate everything that I had set forth to make sure I could wrap up my week in a nice way and set up everything well for next week. So, um, you know, you and I, like everyone that's listening to this podcast, if you're listening to action ignited, you've probably have some pretty big goals for yourself in 2024. So, always good just to take that quick moment to reflect, you know, did we start things the way we want to was, did we not, was it somewhere in the middle? Either way, it's like, give yourself a pat on the back. If you did good, if you didn't, let's keep, uh, let's keep pushing forward and hold ourselves accountable as we go on to the next week. And I think today's topic of conversation, maybe for the both of us, as well as for the people out there, couldn't come at a, a better time of balancing ambition and self-care at the same time um, to make sure that we're able to stay energized and keep pushing through the years, even when they do I do have those like rocky days or even weeks. Mm. You know, I was going to kind of start this conversation by asking you why you think these two are important, why it is important to balance these. But I, I heard one of my favorite coaches say something today, and I wanted to share it on here. And it was Coach Goodman, shout out Coach Goodman from RC House. He said something along the lines of, you don't want one bad day to ruin a whole week, and you don't want your whole week to ruin a whole month, and then a month to ruin your whole year. 
because then it's it's a collapsing effect or domino effect of hey this one little thing happened now it affected this bigger timeline and i i really sat and thought about that because there's almost like internal pressure that hey it's it's january it's the first week of the new year i'm gonna do all this so i can reach my goals and it's like well if you didn't have <clears throat> excuse me the best one day of the week or a few days or a full week like are you gonna let that actually affect all the time that we have moving forward. And I think that was something that I will continue to revisit throughout the year. And especially now, and especially with this topic, because if we could manage our ambition with how we, you know, care for ourselves, we'll be able to keep going in the, in the long game. But yeah, I really wanted to share that. It's very similar to that saying, it's like, if you had $86,400 and I stole $10 from you, would you just throw the other 86,390 away? Well, that's good. Because if you let me take those 10 seconds from you, are you going to throw the rest of the day away? If you're oh, angry yeah, for 10 good. seconds, oh. that's how many seconds are left. So go attack it. Um, but that's the, that's the crazy thing. Cause a lot of times we do let it spiral 10 seconds of bad, or maybe a minute of bad. Are you going to throw the rest of the day away just because of that? Whatever, 10, $10, the $60 of a bad minute or what so um helps put things into perspective as we kind of go forward yeah so one of the first things that come up to me is that i created this like little saying uh it's knowing that what we were going to talk about today and i said setting getting maintaining and all that means is we're setting goals consistently within this topic and and setting action or creating action like we're, we're setting these goals we're setting something that we are going to do then we're getting, we're getting after it. We're getting after these goals by doing action and things that are required to reach those goals. And then we're maintaining along the way, we have to find ways to maintain the action that we do. Now, with all that being said, I feel like those can all be implemented within pursuing your ambitious goals. And then in return, if you can drop down to the maintaining to stay in the long game, that's the self-care of it. It's like, how can you maintain this pursuit towards your goals? And most of the time, it's you need the energy for it. And that's self-care in a sense. Yeah, I agree. I think um, it's important that as we enter this conversation that we don't make it ambition versus self-care. It's oh, good call. hand in hand, side by side. Because ambition is great. We want to take none of that away. Setting big goals, awesome. Chasing after them, really great. Doing actions daily to keep um, progressing towards them, even better. Now, the point of us bringing up self-care, especially at this time of year, is people will go all in on that ambition and they'll eventually start burning out because they don't have any way to either maintain and it's not necessarily saying that you're definitely going over the top with your approach maybe you're not you're just chasing it and then other things come up that aren't really related to this goal and it just starts putting too much stress on you or whatever it is you want to make sure you have a good way to protect your mental health your physical health everything to try to limit what those impacts could actually have on you so you can be ambitious and keep up that same level of intensity throughout the whole year so as we go into this, I think I just wanted to clarify that so no one out there got it misconstrued. Um, as we go through, this is just when we talk about these self-care activities and things like that, uh, the setting, getting, maintaining, the way to look at the self-care is it's like it's that maintaining so you can go after 
or getting, <laughs> do the getting mm-hmm. of what you said. So that's the, the, uh, the beautiful part of it is like, it's going to be a hand in hand thing. It's not, we're going to do self-care to slow down our ambitions. It's basically slowing down to speed up. No, great outlook and and point to bring up. It immediately makes me think of when I'm in this case, I'm going to be looking to maintain my goals in the next few weeks, the next few months and all of that right there. When I reflect last year, how the year started was very similar. And then that's why I don't, don't want to get down that rabbit hole where it was insane tunnel vision, where once April came and it was like end of April into March, I was burnt out. And I had to ask myself, why do I feel like this? I'm physically, mentally tired and I want to go or chase or pursue any of my goals anymore. What am I doing wrong? And it was essentially that it's, you forget the little things. Okay. I didn't really self-care. I just, I'm so focused. I'm going to get to this finish line and I'm going to have this thing. And I was so focused in on that. So I do like that you brought up and not even like, I love that you brought up that there isn't one versus the other. They have to be paired together or else there's no moving forward. I think the most common one that comes to mind and I've done it before and normally it just makes things worse. But like if you do start to fall behind on something, like we start to press harder in the opposite direction. So it's like typically the first thing, if I fall behind on something, the first thing I'm willing to sacrifice is sleep which is the exact wrong thing to do because that's going to be like, if I get a good night's sleep, I can be so much more productive throughout the entire next day, as opposed to me trying to like half-ass something while I'm falling asleep at my computer or like whatever I'm doing or like go through a workout and not be able to like do the intensity that I would want because my body just isn't ready for it. It's not primed for it because I'm sacrificing sleep to try to like cram all these things into one day. And most of the time that falls back to like bad time management throughout the day. That leads to me sacrificing some hours of sleep to make sure I get everything I need to done. So it's like very important to be able to recognize like there are going to be some times where maybe you do have to push through and go against the, go against the storm, so to say. But there's also probably more often than not, that would be the last thing that I would be willing to sacrifice at this point in my life is the sleep Mm -hmm. because I know how important it is. And if I get good sleep, I could probably make up for whatever I missed out on the next day. Mm. So let's dive into solutions. It sounds like one of the immediate things that you you think about and a tool that you use is like, hey, I'm going to maintain my sleep and I'm going to prioritize sleep because I know... If I'm well rested, I'll be able to perform optimally. And I love that one. I I couldn't agree more. I tend to get to the sleep and then not and be tossing and turning because I'm so, again, hyper focused in on everything. So, okay, sleep one. What other like tools and things have you done in the past that have helped you really prioritize your self care to ultimately like help you have this balance and like maintenance? Yeah. One thing I've done since really since I've joined like the corporate workforce is like some type of like, so when I was in an office, I used to go for like walk after lunch and then like one, like mid afternoon. Now that I work from home, like I'll go for a run on my lunch or a walk, like depending on if it's like a active rest day or a actually working out type of day. And the, I used to do that stuff in the morning. The reason I switched it is because like, I think it's a pretty common thing just like with, most people is like normally around like two o'clock, I would like get tired and start 
like just zoning out a little more than I would like in the morning. So I found that getting outside, getting like my blood going kind of breaks all that. So it's like, even though I'm doing it now, I do it two hours before that, like two o'clock timeframe. I don't get that energy dip at two on like a consistent basis. Like sometimes it hits, but it used to be so consistent until I started doing that. And I feel like it's just combination of fresh air, blood moving that like it just rejolts my system to keep mm -hmm. me focused like through the rest of the day too. So that's been one big thing that's helped me maintain throughout the day too. So it's like on top of getting good sleep and having a good like morning routine to set everything up well, it's like, what can you be doing throughout the day? And that's just something where you kind of need to know, know yourself, know your body. Like maybe you have no issues with that and you get tired at like five. So mm -hmm. every day you're taking a nap when you come home from work, instead of going to the gym or doing whatever it is that you have um, planned. So um, I feel like it's just something you have to recognize it within yourself and like find the right ways to um, kind of push through that. But that's something that's worked well for me for that, like 2 PM slump. I love that. It's the individualize the timing of it. I get that is so important because it, it will adjust for different people. That's definitely one of the tools I was going to share too. I try to time my workouts as best as I can. Again, I, I love being active the same time consistently every day, but I also do a similar approach where I'm trying to time everything with like my energy levels, my stress levels throughout the day. And when does it fit? And walking is definitely one uh, of the things that I'll do. Another thing that, and it's, I had a true test of it this past week was I had a break of time where I knew I needed to be still. So from, you know, I'm in person coaching and then I come back for after the morning, I'll come back in the evening. I had this break of time and usually I'll, I'll sit down and I'll need some background noise. I'll put on the TV and even if I'm not watching, I was aware that it was about to happen. So I made sure I did not touch the remote, but I needed a little something. So all I did was silence right now is it's a battle here and there. I just turned on some meditation music. So it's something that could be heard, but very low stimulation and something to just help balance where I'm at. So that was something that worked out for me. Cause then within that, I would be able to breathe and heart rate would stay low and I could focus more in on breath. And it wasn't something that was like high simulation, rap, house music, whatever the case where it's like, okay, my heart rate's going up and, and the rate, the thoughts are starting to race. Instead, it was something calming, soothing. I could just breathe and be where I was at. And it, it helped. I had a really strong evening and end of the day. And that helped me out too. See, with you being from Jersey, I would have thought that house music would be calming to you. Oh, I actually, <laughs> it's very great that you said that because we use this fit radio app for the studio. I bring that up because there's a Jersey mix uh, house music uh, playlist and they combine like everything. It was really good. I found it recently. And some of the clients were like, oh, it's a good playlist. I was like, yeah, I take dibs for that. Like, just thank you. Um, but anyways, back to our scheduled program. Yeah, good work, man. Well, hey, that's all part of it. Fill, fill yourself up. What could you pump for the gym? You yeah. know, the right music, right energy that you, you bring to it. That actually kind of sparks another thing. So I used to, I'm like notorious for working out really late at night, mm -hmm. which is also terrible for my, my sleep. Like nailing fitness goals because I'm working out, cool. But like, even if I would like do some type of like lengthy cool down, like breathing mm -hmm. techniques, stretching, all that type of stuff, whatever. My heart rate's still racing and I'm trying to go to bed like an hour or two later and it just doesn't, 
it typically doesn't lead to good sleep. <laughs> it would be my recommendation. So like, I'm not a big, like, I want to work out in the morning, but if that's all you can do, like I work from home so I could go do stuff on my lunch or like right after work, it's really easy for me to just change clothes and go. Um, I don't have like any commute back and forth or taking clothes to work with me or anything like that. If you find yourself working out at night and you also have bad sleep and you always feel kind of run down, maybe give working out in the morning a shot, even though it sounds kind of daunting. Um, just like switch it up to where you go to bed a little bit earlier. So you get the same amount of sleep and then start going to the gym in the morning. That would be like my other thing. Cause I used to do that a lot and it was very detrimental to my sleep, even though like in my head, it wasn't a big deal. Uh, but then like when I really look back on it and reflect, like it wasn't good for me and that's why I always felt run down. So that would be the other, the other big thing that comes into my head as far as like a lot of people right now are out there chasing their, new fitness goals that they have and they're trying to cram it in at any point they can, mm -hmm. which is good, but we want to make sure it's sustainable over the long term um, and avoid any of those like burnout triggers, which that could result in one. You know, I'll tie that into your point before, as far as like your timed walk for increased blood flow. And it's, you know, maybe morning workouts aren't for you. Maybe they are, but the benefits of even doing it in the morning is why it's important. It's like increased blood flow throughout your whole body. You're going to feel like you're more productive during the day because you're going to have more energy throughout the day. And it's been proven that you can be a little bit more pain-free early on because all this blood flow is helping warm up your joints also. So I should say you'll be warming up your joints in the process of it. So then you go throughout your day. And if you are already sitting for long periods of time, it would help to get some movement early on. So morning workouts may not feel like your thing immediately, but you never know if you don't give it a shot. So I do like that you brought up, especially if it's, we've seen and heard this many times, individuals where their lifestyles are later lifestyles, meaning they work late and they have kids, family, whatever they have to do. And there's just a big pile of things to do at night. And then they try to get their workout in, which is great. But then if you find yourself being really tired during the day and worn out, it may be because you need to change the schedule. So you have more time to, you know, be around those that you need to be around and then get your self-care done in the morning. So it's, again, it's a trial and error to find out what works for you. As far as what you've seen from like maybe impacts on when you do do these self-care techniques on just overall performance. So I talked about it a little bit from like the corporate side, how it helps me. I know from um, our coaching day, coach client relationship days, you used to have a couple different things that you would put in place that really helped out as far as like, I guess, sleep in general, but just like general recharge, anything mm -hmm. that you kind of swear by that you always recommend all your clients. Um, for my clients, it, it depends. It's finding what individually works for them. A lot of times it is the walk, the walks, excuse me, because when I see clients in person, you could see them as soon as they walk in the door, if they're heavy chest breathing, which means it's, it may have been a very stressful day. You can see shoulders are tense. Now, if we go into a workout and there's some pushing exercises, that's going to destroy the shoulders over time. So if we see things like that, we may have to go into some deep breathing before we even start the workout. So that's one immediate thing. Hey, where's their stress right away? Do it, can Is there a way if they are stressed, can I bring them down before I bring them up? Meaning we don't want their heart rate to be spiked up the whole time. It'll never go down after. So that's one. Um, but it is finding ways that they can be still. So 
it's the walks, it's the different um, activities they can do, like, hey, reading, journaling, it's the podcast they can listen to, like Action Ignited, uh, haha. Um, but it's, it's, again, finding ways that they can slow things down there. And a lot of the times, too, the most common theme I saw, and it all started with daylight savings, is the lack of sleep. So I really told individuals to find ways that they can clean up their sleep hygiene. And it was the screen share or the screen time, excuse me. It was, hey, where's your phone when you set your alarm? If it's coming from your phone, I'm guilty of it. I leave my phone next to my bed. I should move it. I do advise to move it so that way you can actually get up and you don't snooze multiple times. When you snooze multiple times, you essentially ruin your REM sleep and you're going back into sleep out of it. And it just, it's a, a back and forth there. So sometimes that does even... Uh, it takes away from good quality sleep. So that's that's a few uh, common things there. But then for myself, again, it's very similar things. It's everything I essentially just stated. For me, I'm more personally big in journaling and I'm still working at finding ways to release more of my thoughts and feelings and writing those out. So that could be my form of release. So that way I'm free and I'm able to serve other people. I'm able to actually listen to other people. I don't know about anybody else. Like even if you're not in a service-based business, but if you have a family or people you live with, roommates, friends, anything like that, you may have a busy day, stressful day, a lot of thoughts happen. You come back home or you're hanging out with people and they're trying to have a conversation and you find yourself just hearing things, but not actually listening because you hear your own thoughts. Also, you'll have to find ways to shut all that down or release it so you can free up space. So I am personally also focused in on those things because I'm listening to people speak multiple times a day. And for myself, I need to be able to serve not only my clients and the services that I provide, but also be home for my partner and things of that nature. So, yeah, I think that's a great point to bring up. And like, it kind of emphasizes the point of like, self-care isn't a selfish activity like it sounds like you're you're pamp but you are you're pampering yourself in a way um you're doing things that help fill you up but it's it's not just for you like it's so you could be at your best self for others as well so like especially if you're new to like chasing more ambitious goals and like this is the first year you're really setting and sticking to it um beyond just like the first few weeks Maybe you're going to get some comments from other people. It could be loved ones, could be friends that they're wondering why you're still doing something. And like, you're going to get weird questions, even though it's something that's positively impacting your life. So being that you're already, let's say, starting a fitness routine and you're chasing after a side hustle that you've been wanting to start for years, and now you're doing self-care activities on top of it. It's like all of that is just to help keep you geared in the best possible mindset for mm -hmm. yourself to be able to keep chasing your goals. But also, so those things aren't, you know, pulling, it's going to pull a lot of energy out of you. So if you're not filling yourself back up with some self-care activities, when you go to have that conversation with your husband, wife, friend, colleague, whoever, maybe you're a little more like um short-tempered with them if things are like going the wrong way so you want to make sure that you are in the best mental state to be able to effectively have those conversations and keep building up those relationships too 
So the important thing to remember is even though some people might make you feel like all these things are being you being selfish, you taking time away from um, you being with them, like it's a very important part of the process. So you can be with them as your full self, not half of yourself, because I think we've all been there when we're run down and we want to try to avoid that as much as possible, too. Yeah, it's almost like you create this wall unintentionally where it's like, okay, it's here. The other person's just showing up and they're staring into a wall. And it's like, I don't want to be that wall. And the best way to not have a wall up is finding ways exactly like you said, and exactly how we've been explaining to how can you find balance within this to tie these two things together? It's absolutely, I don't want to just say fine. It's the ambitious goals are definitely, I like to say they're definitely needed. It's, it creates something to pursue and something to look forward to daily, weekly, monthly, and yearly. And then in the process of it, you don't want to be so married into it where you neglect yourself. And then in return, you can't be there for other people because there's been times where I've been there and, and as somebody listening uh, may be feeling the same way. It happens. We're all in it together. We, and we have to find a way to have balance and harmony between these two. Beautifully said. Um, can't think of a better way to wrap up our, our episode here today. Um, so as we do conclude today's episode, uh, just remember finding the right balance between ambition and self-care is paramount as you continue on this sustain sustainable success journey that we're all on so we hope that any, everything that we discussed today any tips that we provided um, are helpful for both your personal and professional goals as you keep moving forward so thanks again for tuning into action ignited we appreciate you being a part of the community don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already leave us a review and follow us on our social medias it's at action ignited on tiktok youtube and instagram and until next time, keep moving towards greatness and remember to take care of yourself too along the way. So stay ignited.